Greetings, dear children. This is the third episode of the chapter Gender, Religion and Caste, Civics portion. In the previous two episodes, we studied about sexual division of labor, feminist movements, discrimination against women in Indian society, and women's political representation in India, in the Panchayati Raj and the municipalities. In today's episode, we shall study a little about religion, communalism and politics. Let us now turn to a very different kind of social division, the division based on religious differences. Many countries, dear children, including India, have in their population followers of different religions. Consider the following. Gandhiji used to say that religion can never be separated from politics. By religion, he meant ethics or moral values. And moral values should never be separated from politics. Human rights groups in our country have argued that most of the victims of communal riots in our country are people from religious minorities. Women's movement has argued that family laws of all religions discriminate against women. Communalism The problem begins when religion is seen as the basis of the nation. Communal politics is based on the ideas that religion is the principal basis of social community and that religion should dictate our behavior. Communalism can take various forms in politics. Number one, the most common expression of communalism is in everyday beliefs. Number two, a communal mind often leads to a quest for political dominance of one's own religious community. Number three, political mobilization on religious lines is another frequent form of communalism. Here, the political parties try to influence us into voting for them in the name of religion. Sometimes, communalism takes its most ugly form of communal violence, riots and massacre, like the 1947 partition of India and Pakistan. Now coming to the concept of secular state. Communalism was and continues to be one of the major challenges to democracy in our country. Secularism is not just an ideology of some parties or persons, but it means a lot for a country like India. The makers of our constitution were aware of the challenge. That is why they chose the most secular state. This choice was reflected in several constitutional provisions that you have studied in class 9th. For example, there is no official religion for the Indian state. Unlike the status of Buddhism in Sri Lanka, that of Islam in Pakistan and that of Christianity in England 
our constitution does not give a special status to any religion. The constitution provides to all individuals and communities freedom to profess, practice and propagate any religion or not to follow any. The constitution prohibits discrimination on grounds of religion. At the same time, the constitution allows the state to intervene in the matters of religion in order to ensure equality within religious communities. For example, it bans untouchability. Understood in this sense, secularism is not just an ideology of some parties or persons. This idea constitutes one of the foundations of our country. Communalism should not be seen as a threat to some people in India. It threatens the very idea of India. That is why communalism needs to be combated. A secular constitution like ours is necessary but not sufficient to combat communalism. Communal prejudices and propaganda need to be countered in everyday life and religion-based mobilization needs to be countered in the arena of politics.